Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of The Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast. How are you guys doing today? I hope that you're having a fabulous day, no matter what you're doing, where you are, or even what the weather looks like outside. I want to talk to you guys today about a question that I get all the time from my clients, from people that I'm connected to in my Facebook group, uh, for people that I do support calls with, which is, when is this pain going to end, right? It's the same question I, you know, or the other same question that I get is, you know, how much longer, when is this going to be over? And I always try to level set with people because, you know, everybody's journey is different, right? Everybody's path is going to look different. And what I want to share with you guys today are a little bit about kind of what my beliefs are. And I'm also going to share with you guys, in case you haven't listened to one of my first episodes, where I'm going to share a little bit more about my story and how it is that I have been able to really come through on the other side. And I'm really leaning into living my life to the fullest and ultimately share with you guys how it is that I was able to convert my pain into living into my heart-driven purpose. So what I truly, truly, truly believe, you guys, is that there is a world where pain doesn't paralyze you. It actually awakens you. It awakens your heart. It awakens your life if you allow it to. So each of one of you guys tuning in today, I invite you to just take a minute and think about that time in your life where you did feel that excruciating emotional pain. Maybe it was when you uncovered that your spouse was having an affair. Maybe it was you realizing that you didn't have any other choice but to file for divorce. Or maybe it's the pain that you're feeling because you're struggling with deciding if you want to go through with it or not. But let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever leaned into that pain that you experienced and asked yourself, "Mm, did this awaken me? I'm going to bet that it didn't yet. That's the key word. Okay. And I want to share a little bit about my personal experience with it, hoping that you guys get inspiration and also learn a little bit more about me and what I've been through over the last five and a half years since I discovered that my marriage was going to be over. So there was a time in my life, right? That time in my life that I always think about that I felt that paralyzation from pain. And when I say, that the pain paralyzed me. What I'm really saying is that it's the kind of pain that just 
brings you to your knees, that you are sobbing uncontrollably to the point of hyperventilating. And yes, I did do that. And wishing that somebody would just wake you up from what you believe is a nightmare. And for me, that moment was back in August of 2016, when my now ex-husband and I were driving home from a couple's night out. And it was late at night. It was about 1145 at night. And we were driving up over the canyon here in Los Angeles. It was a beautiful, gorgeous night. The windows were down. Music was playing. And suddenly his phone rang and it didn't just ring once. It rang five times from the same female colleague. Now, you see, you guys, before that night, I was actually living a Facebook facade life. That's what I call it. And when I say that, what I mean is it's the kind of life where everyone thinks you live on Wisteria Lane, right? White picket fences, fancy cars, yearly vacations to Maui, smiley, happy pictures all the time. So to the outside world, we were the perfect family. And yet behind closed doors, we were anything anything but that. We were in couples therapy. Depression and anxiety were rampant between the two of us. Our kids' school and sports schedules literally demanded that we live our life accordingly. And we felt like we were ships in the night because of it. And life was like that until one day, until that night, that my bubble burst. And instead of listening to his excuses, I chose to listen to my intuition and I kicked him out. I kicked out my best friend, the man I thought who was my soulmate and my rock who suddenly disintegrated into dust and blew away in the wind (laughs) along with the identity that I had assumed for over 20 years. Now, I'm sure many of you did the same as I did, which is that I did everything for him and for my kids just to make sure that no balls that I had juggling up in the air every single day didn't drop. And what I came to realize was that I was doing that at my own expense. And I was doing it because I thought that that was what was expected of me. So that night when I kicked him out was the first time that I actually let the balls fall to the floor. And I remember looking at my reflection in the mirror and saying to myself, who, who is that? Who's Wendy? How did this happen? When did this happen? Right. I don't look like somebody who gets divorced or that you find out that your spouse is cheating on you. And what I remember happened in that moment was my pain suddenly turned into fear, resentment, anger, insert any other emotion in there. But the one emotion that was so incredibly powerful in that moment was anger. You see, I thought I did everything right, right? What I should do, right? I should marry a lawyer check that box. I should find a financially stable man. Check that box. I should all over myself, right? Should. S-H-O-U-D. I should all over myself. And I'm sure many of you guys have done the same thing. 
And what does that mean? What did we do? Well, in the process, guess what happens, guys? We completely lose ourselves along with the life that I knew and the life and the person that I trusted. And what the problem with that was, was I should know how to trust myself, but I was constantly looking outside of me to feel it. You see, for decades, I gave my power away to others by living into the version of me that others saw or wanted me to be. And I knew that at one point, right, just doing that every day meant that I was on autopilot. Like that's how easy it was for me. And if you guys were anything like me too, I was also really good at blaming other people for my choices, for my feelings, for for my decisions, right? Thinking, okay? I, I now know why I did this. I thought that it would help me to actually numb the pain that I was feeling and to gain back control of my life. And what I quickly realized is that that dynamic became my status quo. So much so that I would raise my voice, right? I would increase the volume of my voice thinking that if I talked louder, the pain of not being seen or heard might just go away. And what I've come to understand is that I was so focused on everything that was out of my control that I forgot to focus on what was actually in my control. What is in my control are my thoughts, my feelings, my choices, my reactions. No wonder I felt so powerless and so full of pain. Do you know what I'm talking about? I was focused on all the wrong things and the wrong people. So hearing me just say that, ask yourself, do you spend more time worrying about the things that you can't control Instead of thinking about the things that you can, I thought that by controlling everything outside of me, or at least thinking that I could, that it would keep my pain at bay. It was always about filling other people's cups first, because by doing that, I would feel worthy. I would feel loved. I would feel wanted. I would feel seen. And ultimately, I didn't want to feel the pain of knowing I couldn't do it for myself. So how do we take back control, right? How do we focus on what is within our control, right? The the, the question I get all the time, like, what do I do now? When is this going to be over? Well, the better question is, how are you going to use this pain, right? How are you going to use this to awaken you? to awaken your heart, to awaken your mind, to awaken your life and your purpose, okay? And I'm going to share with you guys the three steps that I learned that I do, I did, and I teach my clients to do. So here we go. Are you ready? This is all, these three steps are all about how it is that you can start converting that pain into purpose. And I like to do it quickly because I teach how to accelerate this process. That's what I do. So step number one, cut yourself some slack, okay? And find a new perspective that alchemizes the pain. 
See whatever it is that you guys are going through. See this challenge, let's call it, as an opportunity. So what might be an opportunity available to you on the other side of this pain? For me, it was realizing that I wasn't living life for myself, that I had lost myself. So I had the opportunity to find myself again. That's huge. Step number two. Oh my goodness, you guys, treat your thoughts with kindness, compassion, and grace. Okay? It, they, your thoughts and your emotions are going to come in waves. That's how it works. It's also described as a roller coaster. So you've got to trust the ride will slow down. Guess when? <laughs> when you surrender to them without judgment. Yes. And step number three is to look for that silver lining in your pain, okay? And what that means is shifting your mindset from this is happening to you to this is happening for you. So what might be possible, you guys, if you were able to take that pain and make it meaningful? Are you ready to experience catharsis? How would it feel to be able to do that, right? What might be possible if you were to convert this pain into purpose? You see, I believe that life without pain would not allow us to truly know what happiness, peace, and ease feel like. So are you ready to take that step into transformation? Are you ready to take this pain and to do something with it. I was ready to do so about a year after. So in September of 2017, by that point, I have felt through all of my pain. I was in therapy. I discovered life coaching. I was doing spiritual healing. I was taking spiritual psychology courses. All these different elements were helping me to live and feel through what I was experiencing because I had a decision to make. I had to decide what I wanted from my life moving forward, essentially reevaluating where I had control, what I had control over next. So for the first time in my life, I stood in my power. I stood in the power of my authentic voice, of my authentic identity. And I did three things, three things, you guys. Number one, I asked for a divorce. Number two, I quit my corporate America job. And number three, I listened to my gut and my heart that were telling me I was meant for more. Because my divorce happened for me so that I can help other people heal and convert their pain from divorce into silver lining so that they can live a life with heart-centered purpose. Think about what life would be like, you guys, to be able to do that. Instead of focusing on when is this going to be over? When is the pain going to stop? Now is the time to transform that excruciating pain into extraordinary heart-centered purpose. Oh my God, do you feel that, right? Like 
I'm standing up recording this podcast episode because I have so much energy around this, you guys. I have so much passion around this. I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what you thought about this episode. If you want support, schedule time with me, contactwendy.com. Super easy. Get on a phone call with me. Let me see how I can help you. I have different levels of help depending upon what it is that I see that would support you. You don't necessarily know what you need, right? So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I feel really fired up about it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single week's episode. Sending you all so much love, light, and joy as always. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this episode with someone you know or spread the word on social media. This is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life. And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time. 